going good. Um, good evening and welcome to the Kisa update for the week of 4-4-2016. Hi Alex, how are you this evening? Um, experiencing varying degrees of customer service and travel interestingness. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like um, all kinds of fun. Yeah, how, how, how do I sound? Am I too... You sound I, great. Is it echoey or anything weird? I have no. headphones, but I, I, I'm on my laptop in a, in a hotel, so okay. I apologize so, for any audio issues. No, it sounds great. Perfect. So, so you're you're on the road again, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I managed to have like two weeks at home um, a couple weeks ago uh, before I went to California, and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out and so, about for the next week. Nice. Well, if you like travel, that's a great thing. Uh, I hope you bought your own pillow. That makes it a lot more bearable to sleep somewhere strange, I think. Um, no. But these pillows look acceptable, so. <laughs> they don't look like they... They don't look like they ironed them first before they put them on the bed. <laughs> That's always spectacular when you no. check into a hotel and you get that. It's sad that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I hate to ask what's new and exciting, but where, where are you now and what are you doing? Okay. Well, uh, for starters, yes, I am in um, Thackerville, Oklahoma. At the Windstar uh, World Casino, or maybe it's just Windstar. Okay. Um, yeah, no, Windstar World Casino and Resort. I'm here for the next couple days for uh, Vape Blast. Okay. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this. It sounds like we've got a couple of uh, different um, kind of advocacy panel type discussion segments lined up. Um, there's some, some good people here. Um, I'm here. I'm, I'm a good people. Uh, <laughs> Shell Hamill from the Texas Safada. Um, Delegate Larry Faircloth from West Virginia. Uh, Greg Conley is going to be showing up. And nice. um, I think there's a couple of other people um, that will be on a different panel. So uh, if you're in the area and coming to the show, please plan to attend the panel. Should, should be lots of good information. Um, so yeah, and this this whole thing starts tomorrow, um, tomorrow Wednesday and Thursday. I'm leaving Thursday. Brian Carter is going to stick around and man our booth here, and I'm flying up to Pittsburgh to meet up with Julie, and we're going to be at the Vapor Showcase for a couple of days in Pittsburgh. Um, so yeah, fun, hectic week. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're getting to go to a lot of vape events. That's for sure. Yeah, um, it's nuts. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I had a, a revelation. I, I think we're going to have to reach out to everybody that we've, every every event that we've attended so far this year and just probably whittle it down next year. This year is a bit, so odd, I'm sorry, even numbered years are sort of, you have shortened legislative sessions. Right. So we're actually, I hate to say this because I know it's going to come back to bite me in the ass, um, <laughs> but this has been a bit of a lighter year oh in terms God. of the number of bills that we've had to activate on. So, um, 
go ahead. So, so basically, your legislative preview of next year is hold on to your butt with both hands. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also in an election year, which I, I think changes things a bit. You know, right. do you, do you really want to push a bunch of controversial stuff through? Um, depending on you know whether your seat's up for uh, you know re-election or, or something, um, I, there's a lot of different considerations. So this is a pretty interesting year, um, and uh, I, I I don't think we're going to get off so easy next year, uh, just because worst you know most well most states are in session, but um, right now there about a third of the country is out of session, so things have kind of tapered off a bit, um, which is kind of, kind of a relief. Um, I am so looking forward to August. I, I, I don't think I've looked forward to summer so much since I graduated high school. Um, this is, uh, this is pretty, pretty, pretty nuts. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at. But, um, despite this being a light year, we have, uh, a few alerts that I, a couple that went out this morning, there were local okay. things and another one that's in the pipeline, uh, that I'll get to, um, the existing one, everybody that seems there's lots of talk about Vermont, uh, which is great that people are talking about it. Um, Vermont is currently still looking at a bill that would uh, bring vapor products into the state's other tobacco products tax, uh, which is 92% wholesale. That would be among the highest in the country. Yes. Um, that bill, is, anybody who doesn't know the backstory on this, um, originally this bill was, it was an amendment to a larger tax bill and that amendment failed. Uh, and so the, the guy, the author, uh, I believe Representative Till, uh, took it back and presented it as a standalone bill. It's uh, House Bill 879, I believe. And um, so, uh, sorry, I'm getting texts as well. Isn't Jan's favorite person supporting this bill? Who's Jan's favorite person, and why are they your favorite person? Feinstein. Oh, Feinstein. I, I, well, if it's in Vermont, God, I, I could, I could see that. I thought Diane Feinstein was from California. California, she is. What's she doing talking about Vermont? She just can't keep her hands out of <laughs> she, other people's she's, business. She's so jealous. She wants California to have a ninety-two percent of wholesale tax, probably. I'm pretty sure she put out support for this oh, that's outrageous that. Um, that, that is ridiculous but I could see her doing that and if anybody hasn't seen my tweet about this particular issue which is actually this is of all the, the tweeting I've done this one particular tweet got retweeted I think we're up to like 70 times which I know is not necessarily viral but I'm thrilled about it that's um, cool. because you know it puts it puts a spotlight on the hypocrisy of the American Cancer um, Society, yeah. uh, and you know they were. Cool. I can't actually believe that this person said this out in the open. Um, 
I mean, this, I, I expect this to be sort of a behind closed doors kind of conversation, but you know, right. publicly in print, this person said, yes, a 92% wholesale tax would be great because it will eliminate people switching from smoking to electronic cigarettes. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> wildly irresponsible <laughs> and actually kind of against the grain in terms of what other public health professionals have said, including the guy that runs the Center for Tobacco Products. Um, so I, I just, I, I am quietly hoping that this person loses their job. I, I, I just, I mean, I know that the American Cancer Society has been pretty irresponsible with a lot of their public statements regarding these products and tobacco harm reduction in general. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We don't often, maybe we do. I, maybe people are following this a lot more closely than I am. I'm certain that there are people that are following this more closely than I am. Um, right. But it's just, it, it seems like this, I, I just, again, it's just, just such a glaring, you know, uh, what's that word that you say when somebody, um, gaff. It's, so it's kind tough. of a gaff. Even though yeah. we expect these kind of things coming from this organization, to have it in print like that seems like kind of a gaff. I, I mean, yeah, you so. don't normally see them insert their foot too deep in their mouth in print, right? Generally. So, um, but to continue, sort of the history of this bill, which is very brief and rapid, um, the bill now, since this bill was introduced after uh, a very important kind of cutoff date, or there's like a crossover date. Right. Um, it has to go to the Senate Rules Committee, and they have to decide whether or not they're going to accept it. Um, and so I don't want to give anybody any real hope about this. The Rules Committee still could change their mind and let it go through the process. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it has been it's come to our attention that um, uh, most of the members of the Rules Committee are opposed to this bill, uh, and a lot of senators who are in... in high-ranking or who have a lot of, I guess, power or authority in the Senate um, are actually kind of shocked at the 92% wholesale. So uh, the House was pretty, you know, keen on passing it, but the Senate, not so much. Uh, however, that having been said, the bill is not dead. So uh, if you are uh, following our calls to action, please take the opportunity to write your senators and keep it fresh in their mind that this is a ridiculous tax um, yeah. and, and should be opposed. Um, so that's Vermont. Okay. And uh, the next thing, so we got two local alerts. I'll just mention them briefly. Um, okay. Beaufort, South Carolina, Beaufort County, South Carolina. Um, actually, I can't be too brief about it because this is, is a little bit more to it. Um, the county council is going to be considering an ordinance that would uh, prohibit vaping in uh, on county-owned property, county-owned buildings. I think it might include county-owned vehicles. Uh, as it's written, that's sort of the limitations on it. But it could, uh, I think, some statements by um, a member of the council. Uh, sort of hinted that they may expand that to include uh, public places. 
So uh, for now, there's no hearing set for this. It's just this is this idea has kind of been introduced. And it was very clear from public statements made by members of the county council that they could really use some some better information about these products. So uh, an email went out today to people that live in Beaufort County, um, complete with our, our standard talking points about indoor use. And uh, so if you live in the county, please take the opportunity to find out who your uh, county councilor is, county council member. And, uh, and and reach out to them and share your story and share any you know good information that you have about vapor products because they sorely need it. Um, this is not like some of the other local stuff that I've put together. Um, Beaufort County has uh, sort of a contact form in order to uh, get in touch with your um, lawmaker. Actually, I might be getting that confused with Louisville, um, but uh, anyway, th there's a link to go and find out who your county council member is and, and you can find relatively easily uh, how to get in touch with them Excellent. so that's Buford County South Carolina and uh, moving along to Louisville Kentucky um, Louisville is looking at am I saying that right is it Louisville or Louisville you're asking the wrong girl I come from up yeah. north I had to take acting lessons to get rid of my accent because I would be pronouncing <laughs> it with a very thick Boston accent if you asked me normally <laughs> uh, well, you've done an excellent job. Um, Thank you. I am from up and down the East Coast, and I'm sure that there are a couple different ways to say it. I'll try to make it as, as non-offensive as possible. Louisville, okay. uh, Kentucky, uh, your mayor is looking at an indoor, looking at expanding Louisville's indoor clean air law and uh, to include vapor products. Uh, and this was announced on April Fool's Day, not an April Fool's joke, uh, but announced on a Friday. Uh, my initial thought was, okay, you're announcing this on a Friday morning, you want to bury this story, but they actually did kind of publicize it well. There was, you know, a tweet, there's social media, it's posted on their website, there's several articles written about it. Um, so this was not done under the cover of darkness, really. Um, it was probably just because it's the first of the month, and they are going to take the next six months to study the issue and come up with an ordinance. Um, they're working in conjunction with the uh, Louisville uh, Department of Health, and uh, they are soliciting input from residents. Uh, so I sent an email out this morning to uh, about 250 people in the Louisville area uh, with, uh, again, this is not, I don't, it, you know, it's not a very easy list. I don't have email addresses for folks, but what you do have is the ability to find your Metro Council district. And it's, it's actually pretty user friendly. You, you kind of click on where you kind of see your address or, you know, where you think your house is. Uh, and, uh, and the little pop-up little balloon pops up and you can actually click on contact your, Metro Council member or you know their phone number is there uh, and and so it is actually one of the more user-friendly sites uh, the only drawback is you can't like enter in your mailing address and find out exactly who your, your person is you kind of have to look at it on a map uh -huh. uh, but other than that it's uh, it's pretty straightforward so uh, right now all those people and it's up on our blog if you're listening to this and you live in Louisville um, you can go to our blog and, and see calls to action for your state, for Kentucky, and Louisville, Kentucky should be right at the top. Um, 
again, talking points and, and uh, you know, interesting, informative bits uh, of information. <laughs> <laughs> have I been traveling all day? Um, I think you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are, are on our blog post about this issue. And um, so take a moment and reach out to your Metro Council members and help educate them. Okay. okay. I guess that's it. Um, no, it's not. No, nope. <laughs> <It's totally> not. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's Yay. more. Okay. Um, I haven't finished this yet because it is kind of a monster bill, but Massachusetts. Um, and I gotta look this up because I don't want to mess up the bill number. Um, is it Tobacco Twenty One and? And 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 and. and. Um, let's see, just give me just a second here. Okay, Massachusetts, Senate Bill 2152. And my little tags for this one is Tobacco 21, Sampling, Licensing, and a Pharmacy Ban. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the licensing is sort of a de facto thing if I believe if I if I've got that correct um, and that's sort of tied into the free samples um, and I actually don't know what the state of licensing is for a vapor shop in Massachusetts at the moment um, but uh, I know that some people have gone ahead and gotten their tobacco license um, and uh, you know uh, other municipalities are sort of requiring that as well. So you know, Massachusetts is sort of a minefield as far as regulations go. Oh, yes. um, I, I don't know whether I can say that most of the state from, you know, county to county has has um, passed some sort of Tobacco 21 regulations. Um, but uh, that has been sweeping across Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. The difference between this and what we've seen at the municipal level in Massachusetts is that there is a grandfather clause in here. And uh, the cutoff date would be September 1st, 2016. So if you're uh, of legal age to purchase tobacco products and vapor products on September 1st, uh, you're grandfathered in. That means you've reached the age of 18. Uh, everybody else, if you're born on the, if, if your birthday is on September 2nd, um, you're turning 18 on the 2nd, you're just going to have to wait until you're 20 um, to purchase paper products uh, with no regard to whether or not you've been smoking as a teenager or not. Um, looks like it's the gum or breaking the law for you. Um, and, you know, as with other Tobacco 21 bills uh, we're opposed to this because it lumps in low-risk products like vapor products and smokeless tobacco and um, yeah that's that so um, this also so you know Massachusetts has also been the uh, I, I don't know if they're the I mean CVS is they're the ones that started all of this nonsense but uh, yeah. Massachusetts seems to be uh, good buddies with with CVS and uh, so now they're they're working on passing a law that would prohibit pharmacies from prohibit pharmacies or any establishment that has a pharmacy in it from selling tobacco products and vapor products. So your grocery store, 
um, where, you know, in the past, I mean, I used to go to the grocery store to buy a carton for, you know, a decent price. Um, no more. That would not be allowed because grocery stores sometimes very often have uh, some sort of pharmacy component. Um, and, um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, again, you know, CVS made that choice. Yeah, that's their that's their business decision. If Walgreens but you still and, sell diet pills that put you into liver failure, because that makes sense. Well, you can sell all of the 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 crazy energy drinks and candy bars and the stuff that make you want to need the diet pills. <laughs> it's just you know that's fine. That that whole vicious cycle is fine. Oh, but, and at the drugstores here, you can sell alcohol. You should see. If the CVS here, not that I shop there, but I've, I've gone in just to see it. They have literally a a beer cave. It, it's a drugstore. Why do you need a beer cave in a drugstore? Why why wouldn't you have a beer cave in a drugstore? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> just saying, just throwing that out there. I, when I where I went to college, um, uh -huh. there was a drive-through liquor store. Just saying. I mean, here we used to have them where you drove through, and it was it was liquor and, and convenience store, all 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 uh, sorts of stuff. It was kind of neat. Yeah, those were the good old days. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Massachusetts is doing uh, CVS a solid, and uh, re looking to require all pharmacies to stop selling all tobacco and vapor products. Um, with little regard for how a business wants to run their business. Um, so that's that. And then the, uh, I think I touched on, oh, uh, this changes the definition of, of smoking to include vaping. Uh, so this would include vaping in the state's indoor smoke-free air law. Um, and then I touched on the prohibiting free samples. Um, there's an exemption in there for retail tobacco stores. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know anybody that does any free sampling at a at a gas station. Um, <laughs> but still, I, I guess in order to qualify for that exemption, you would be required to get a tobacco retailer's license. Uh, that's sort of my initial assessment of it. I may uh, that may need some clarification, but um, that was my sort of quick thing. So I'm bringing this up uh, right. without having a call to action to promote behind it because. Um, Basically, what this bill is, is all of these issues were separate bills last year. And now they've been smushed into one horrible Senate bill. And, um, and yeah. So instead of having to move four or five different bills this year, they've got it all in one tidy little package. And um, it is it has not been assigned to a committee. Uh, yet it is currently, oh, I'm sorry, it has been assigned to the Senate Ways and Means Committee. It has not been given a hearing date yet. But uh, the concern is that once that hearing date is established, it could move very quickly. Okay. So I am working on a call to action for this. I'm trying to not write a novella um, <laughs> type letter that people will be sending. Um, which is difficult because it covers so many different topics. Um, sure. But uh, I hope to have this out within the next day or two so that uh, Massachusetts residents can start standing up to this nonsense. Okay. Well, that sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, and God willing, that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I am. Yeah. 
you certainly I, got a full plate. I actually, I, I, I hate to promote another show, but we are going to run long if I talk about this. I was in California last week for the Safada fly-in to Sacramento. Um, I believe I'm going to be going on the Plumes of Hazard show later tonight, nice. uh, and and we'll go into more detail about that. Um, okay. But just to put it out there so that we can link to it, um, that was a a very good experience, and um, kudos and and just I, I was honored honestly to be a part of that, and um, kudos to all of the the California businesses that showed up for that and and spent the day running up and down stairs, making meetings with lawmakers. Um, it was uh, it was a very beneficial experience for me, and I hope that lawmakers got a lot of good information out of it, and I hope that the businesses that showed up to, to defend themselves um, got a lot out of it, and I hope they're able to take that back to their hometown and, 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 and share that experience with other businesses and, and encourage them to get involved. I don't care what what flag you want to fly, just you know, get involved in this. Uh, mm -hmm. It is vitally important, and California is an excellent example of that. Oh, yes. Okay. So, is that it, Alex? Yes, that's going That's going to be it. I okay. promise. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just thinking about you. You probably want to lay down and relax, or at least sit down, relax, take a deep breath, eat something. Yeah, I'm going to go out, get some dinner. So. That sounds sounds great. I hope you have something tasty. Um, thank you for everything you do for us, Alex. And we'll see you maybe next week. And if not, maybe the week after. It's, I'm probably going to skip it unless you want to do this from the car. Uh, I'm going to be uh, driving home from Pittsburgh on Monday. Um, you know, I, I can, uh, I, can I, I did a CASA update. I can do a CASA update. They come in under seven minutes when I do them. So. <laughs> cool. So, well, we'll yeah, play it by ear. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll try to get home at a decent time uh, next Monday, but uh, we'll we'll see. Don't rush. Cool. Take care of yourself. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Uh.